Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting FilmSack. Did you know that your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon knows every single website you visit? Go to expressvpn.com slash filmsack and you can get an extra three months for free. It started 20 years ago. It was the night of the Valentine's Day dance at the Union Hall. The biggest event of the year. It had been a tradition for over 100 years. Everybody was there except for seven miners who were out at the Hanager Mine. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode. 600 and some number 502 i was 100 episodes off 502 not even close uh we are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind continually now for these 11 years uh my name is scott johnson and uh on the show with me today is brian he's always fondling my air hose done away how does that feel oh hi guy this week on film sack we're mining the very depths of canadian horror entertainment Sorry, guys. I don't know if I can do an intro this week. I've been pretty bummed ever since I found out they canceled the Valentine's Day dance. I was really looking forward to you guys finally meeting my Canadian girlfriend. She does exist. Anywho, said totally real Canadian girlfriend left me a heart-shaped box of what I can only assume is chocolates and a note that I am now going to read for the first time ever right here on the show. To whom it may concern. Oh, always a good start. You were invited to a Saturday night at you-know-who's house where we'll be celebrating the holy holiday of the horny, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. <laughs> All film sack miners are welcome. That is miners with an E-R, not O-R. So just to be clear, there will be beer. The party will commence at sundown and will include all the moose head you can stomach and all the miners you can kiss. Once again, that's miners with an E-R. <laughs> it continues. We'll be playing all of your beloved Canadian party games like Twister, Pin the Axe and the Miner, Sorry, the board game, <laughs> Pranks that End in Death, Uno, and everybody's favorite Canadian game, Bobbing for Wieners. That's jokes! 
Looking forward to seeing you there. Yours truly, the one-armed man. Okay, turns out that was not for my actual Canadian girlfriend, but this guy seems nice too. So, hey, would anybody like a piece of chocolate for my totally not a human heart in a heart-shaped box that, I, that I'm not going to even look at before offering you some? No? All right. Now for someone who has been to Canada and lived to sing a ballad about it. Randy? <laughs> I was one of your best. That was really oh, good. Yeah. Sorry. You kind of had Funny me. For a, wieners. You had me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Got me completely <laughs> off guard. I just wasn't. I don't know why I wasn't expecting it, but it was so right. good. Was you really had to see good. it coming. And how do you, really how did you know I'm about to sing a ballad about Canada? Oh, uh, man. Well, it was a no brainer. I can't wait yeah. to hear that. All right. Uh, next up, Randy, never get in the shower with a bunch of miners. Jordan. <laughs> Aloha, Scott. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Randy. In the middle of the winter, <laughs> I go walking down the street. Way underdressed for the snow and the sleet. I'm living in New Brunswick, February 14th. You'd think I'd have more clothes on than just a light long sleeve in the middle of the winter. I don't understand why everybody goes outside without putting on four layers of clothes. This crazy miner's going to kill me, but he can't because it's 20 below. And I already froze to death in the middle of the winter. Wow. That was great. Billy Joel this morning. Yeah. I also thought you were kidding. I was like, well, he's not really going to sing. He's not going to sing like, you know. Yeah. But he did that off the cuff. Yeah, that was great. We're gonna, That's right. We're gonna we're gonna talk about when what time of year this movie was filmed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Jeez. All right. I've, I'm already cold. All right. Uh, finally, Brian, is that a shower head in your mouth, or are you just happy to see me in oh. it? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I'm not going to sing a ballad either. You, you asshole kids, want to know the real story behind the Valentine's Bluffs killer? No. Do you? Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> Stop serving liquor here for about half an hour so I can tell you. <laughs> it happened 20 years ago on St. Valentine's night. There was a party in town, a miner's delight with an ER. Mm. A couple of foremen forgot seven <laughs> workers so they could go, and methane exploded, trapping the miners below. You asshole kids. Harry <laughs> Warden was one of the miners presumed dead. Hold on, let me take this order. You want four bottles of Moosehead? <laughs> okay, back to the story before I was so rudely interrupted. Oh, yeah, Harry Warden and the gas that erupted. He mm. ate all his buddies and lost all his wits. He could have used some Tim Horton's coffee in an order of bits. So 20 years later, and Valentine's Day is banned because Harry will start killing if a party is planned. So you kids, heed my warning if you want to stay alive. And if you don't throw any parties, Madam Mabel will survive. Oh. I'll drop a few more Canadian references, and then the bar top I'll clean. Hockey, 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 Canadian Mountie poutine. <laughs> well done. Very, very well done. Thank you. You ended it so strong with poutine. That was great. Poutine. I loved it. All right. Well done, everybody. That was an amazing intro. If you for... didn't know this movie was Canadian, <laughs> I didn't. Exactly. Well, I mean, I, I started no watching. No, yeah. no idea. I saw it. Like we we mentioned this a little bit last week, but my first viewing of this movie was like in 1986 or seven. I was in high school, and uh, I saw it on VHS or whatever. And I didn't really, you know, associate with like, oh, what year is this or whatever. But at the at no time during that viewing did I go, oh, a, a Canadian production, uh, right? Yeah, Canadian. And here's here's the other funny thing is that the you know as we learned last week, the thing you remembered most about this movie 
was a guy picking up a lady and putting her on a hook, on a, a meat hook. Yep. And there's no meat hook, but there is an axe, and we see it in the very, very first scene of the movie. But then we also see him do exactly the same thing with a shower. Yeah. Well, we don't That's see right. him do it. All right, exactly. The aftermath. Now, that, so, I, we've got to pause right there because this is important. I, I, you're yeah. right. I, I mandela the hell out of that whole thing. I've, I mushed the two things together, and, and there's not even a meat hook. Like, why, why I thought I saw that, right. I, don't, I don't know. But here's what's funny. The uh, not funny, but weird. This cut of the movie, at least, and maybe there's another version of it. I don't know. Oh yeah, um, but there there's there is a screenshot I have somewhere that I found yesterday. I'll I'll put it in our shared things so we can look at it. Of that girl with the shower head through her head and out of her mouth. There's a there's like a head on shot like of that front, in that film. A front view because yeah, we just right. get the side view in this in this. So originally watched on right. Uh, Amazon. Right. So I did a deep I did a deep dive on on versioning of this movie. Oh, because cool. Uh-huh. I've never seen this movie. I've 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 I actually thought what is this movie. This is my bloody Valentine, which I always <laughs> thought was an Irish ba- band uh, that were kind of like uh, sad. Mm-hmm. And um, no, it turns out it's also a movie, a movie series now. And no. uh, turns out it's like the slasher film that a lot of other slasher films got inspired by, like yeah. didn't, didn't know that, didn't yeah. know that how much impact it had until this viewing. Um, anyway, they, uh, so they made this movie. Uh, they took it to the MPAA because even if you're in Canada in 1981, you got to go to America to get the thing uh, rated. The MPAA is just like, <laughs> no, you're way too gory. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, so they cut, they cut nine Thanks. minutes out of the movie. Yeah. And then, uh, basically six of those nine minutes are just lost. It's just gone. Oh, we, really? Like, like, no, it's not available on any version as far right. as you know? Oh, correct. But uh, there's some stills that were retained from those six of nine minutes. <laughs> so it's like okay. a fork. So um, I'm going to say so it's that, almost worse because the, the silhouette of that head spewing water out of its mouth while that guy's yeah. looking up at her is almost worse than the head on shot that I found on Google Images or wherever I found right. it. And it's, so, you know, uh, fifteen years later, they come in, add back three minutes. They're they're well preserved, mm-hmm. and that's the version we saw. We saw the original plus three minutes of gore, basically. Okay. Uh, and so you wouldn't have seen some of the goriest things in in this one. Like uh, this one, you got a very very quick shot of the first girls uh, getting impaled. Uh, yeah. Not in the theatrical release. Yeah, and you get uh, the 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 disturbing thing is that you see the uh, the point of the pickaxe pushing her skin, but not piercing it like from mm-hmm. the back coming forward, and it's right. like like ugh, just oh, stretching yeah. her skin out, which is an, a very impressive uh, special effect. Or, yeah, yeah, so like right. they're, they're, so like there, you can just imagine what's what's missing. There was probably a lot more look at the heart in the hot dog water, and there was. <laughs> Probably, like, you can just imagine what all that is. It's our um, favorite Limp Bizkit album. I by was going to yeah. say, "Hard in the Hot Dog Water" is a great album name for who, yeah. any band. <laughs> that, that would be our show title if we did that. If we made podcasts that way. Um, another one. Another <laughs> thought is uh, there's there's a point where poor man's Wilford Brimley uh, discovers mm. the two lovers in the mine and they're impaled from above. Uh, you're you're completely missing any kind of action around how yeah. that happened, yeah. which is great. Right, it works. Yeah, but it's been edited to this, and it probably started out more showing you what how they die. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. I got the feeling that there was some stuff missing there. Um, When the lady came out of the dryer that was all like burned up and stuff in the beginning, uh, I knew that that was longer. (laughs) It had to be because it was such a brief glimpse. Um, But yeah, like it's so weird. Like not just the hook thing in my in my memory. Almost all of it I don't remember. I thought most of this happened in the mine. A bunch of it does, but Mm. a lot of it doesn't. Like most of it's above ground. And I don't yeah. remember the sheriff. I don't remember the mayor. I don't remember the the boxes with the hearts in it. Like, did I even see this movie? I started to ask myself. And hey, <laughs> is it right? Well, you might have. Did you say you saw it on VHS though? Right, I you did. Yeah, back in TV. like eighty seven or eighty six or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we saw it later on on TV because that, that's not like something that would have been you know just cut to crap. Yeah, even it already cut it. Well, right? it was so and it was for, it was forbidden fruit more. at the time. I remember going to a friend's house and you know we watched it sort of where his parents were out of town and, you know, it was all very sneaky because you know, right. my parents weren't going to let that happen in our house, that particular film. And, uh, it stuck with me because of the, the hook part, but I think I've just mushed all the push a girl, pick a girl up and shove her into a thing into all movies that do that. And there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre. All the and, films. Yeah. All the slasher yeah. films. That's a thing you use. In fact, uh, what's that game? Hook um, is probably the most common. Right. Thing you pick up. <laughs> right. And even yeah. in that game, there's a game, very popular game right now called Till or something Till Dawn or whatever it is. It's the, mm. it's a horror game, competitive horror game where five oh. of you are running away from the, the main bad guy. Killer. The, yeah. Right. The killer, the slasher, and you're trying to survive. It's very fun. It's a very cool game. It's on t- Twitch a lot. Anyway, uh, the way that you, as the killer, take the victim, uh, you gra- your job is to take them over to a hook-like device and hook them on it. And then somebody else can come rescue them, and they only get like one shot at that. They can only be rescued once. Um, but like even in that, it's like, oh, yeah, a nod to this trope of put somebody on a hook or whatever. And for whatever reason, my brain goes straight to my bloody valentine every time, even though one of them's not a hook. And she doesn't even get lifted up. She just gets pushed into it. Well, yeah. it's easy to see how you would confuse that, though, because, I mean, Easily, he does yeah. impale her on the shower, and then the other one was the uh, yeah the axe. So it's just uh-huh. impaling. It's, it's easy to. It's, and he's it's not even cool. the guy that you see uh, earlier on in the movie picking his girlfriend up by the head a couple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> also, 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 yeah, go ahead. I think it's just important to note there's nothing else to this movie. Like it, this movie no. gets away with having practically no plot. And mm-hmm. the only real dialogue between characters establishes the backstory. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. There's a little bit of dialogue to throw you off the scent of who the killer minor is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so then it's a surprise when it turns out to be the guy who runs out crying. Yeah. But not really. Like there's really not anything on the script except a lot of stuff. Kind of scary action. Is it? Is is this a really scary movie to you? Um, there are moments. Uh, there. Okay. So first of all, I never trusted that guy. The guy with the weird red hair that turned out to be the killer. Like, Axel. He just, yeah. He yeah. never. Right. Never once did I go. Eh, he's normal. He's fine. <laughs> like I always knew. Got an underbite like uh like like butthead. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> or uh, Beavis. I can never tell which one's Beavis and which one's Beavis butthead. had the, the underbite. Yeah. Okay, had so the Beavis is what the underbite. Yeah. Uh, he needed the teepee for his bunghole. That's the one. Anyway, uh, so uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there's a moment in this movie that's not even a, a, a it's not even a killing or a you know a gory shot or anything. It's him walking through the tunnels of the mine while they're way deeper down, and he's just coming in there, and he just is methodically smashing lights on his way lights. through. That was good. There's something about that man. Oh, 
I can't explain yeah. that. That really got me. Like even the uh, the completely unnecessary. We we hang all of our uh, outfits on hooks and hoist that, them up into the air. Yeah, and, and they all start dropping on her for whatever reason. That was freaking me out. Like, but probably Man. more like, oh, these things just yeah. kind of smell and they're falling all over me. And yeah. uh, there's no way I would be in a room where people hang a bunch of stuff like that. Because <laughs> right. I mean, just from the idea of something just actually just accidentally falling from the ceiling. With yeah, yeah. Crap big heavy like, gear yeah, like that. Yeah, you're gonna get yourself yeah. hurt. But why wouldn't they have like a? They would just have a closet, like a bar <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of hangers. They wouldn't like. Ooh, we've rigged up an intricate pulley system with each person's individual pulley right. for their. Yeah, own. yeah that was weird. weird. And maybe and again, somebody may write in and go, "I'm a miner. I've been doing it for 30 years. And we I can totally tell you know that. We've got yeah. that. We've got a room full of those. And you know, maybe this thing is real, but it really threw me. But I think part of it was poking your like your. Uh, uh, claustrophobia a little bit because when those yeah, things come sure. down and surround you it was like it's like marrying and raiders of the lost ark with all the bodies around her it's like ah, for sure i mean yeah. there's so much claustrophobia i mean they're in a mine for most of this movie yeah. which is just uh super claustrophobic yeah. speaking of the mine uh let's talk about that first scene uh bra booby girl uh <sighs> uh-huh. making out so all right so the way we're supposed to understand this is that uh axel uh somehow co- co- uh, coerces a girl yeah. coaxes yeah. to put on a miter's outfit and come down into the mine with him for some hanky panky. Cause she's clearly right. not yeah. a worker. Yeah. Yes. And this right. is like, well, days. girls aren't allowed. And this so, is like February right. the 12th. Yeah. Right? right. So it's, it's romance season in the great North. Right. So he's got to somehow get her past all the other guys. Right. Yeah. It was like a Saturday night. They're, they're, uh, they, they only work on weekdays or something. something. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It looked like the way they cut it looked like it was during a work day. Like, you know, he impaled her and then they were like, all right, the guys are upstairs getting ready to go up on the, uh, oh, they on did the train cut to it get that out. Way. Yeah. You're right. I didn't yeah. even think about that. That was the chick. She was the chick in the bucket because they never addressed what happened to her body. They never found her body I, or anything. They right. found her heart, but well, they didn't, you yeah. know, it was nothing else. Yeah. What are you guys doing with a loose heart? That was my favorite. <laughs> and no one seemed to miss her either. It wasn't like there was <laughs> no. a thing in the town of like, hey, has anyone seen the town slut? I don't know where she's <laughs> going. She's uh, usually. You mean the lady who wears the blue eyeshadow yeah. with the really red lipstick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. was wearing their ladies. Yeah, because at first no. it was like, why would this person willingly go down there with this killer that is, you know, he's kind of portrayed like uh freddie or whatever he's like you know he's got his thing he's wearing a uh oxygen hose and all the gear and everything and that's kind of his look and i thought well you wouldn't just go down there with him and you try and she has to have known him in which case she has to have been a resident of valentine bluffs and (laughs) you think somebody would might have missed her but maybe not yeah (laughs) maybe not also what a dumb thing to say is that the town the fact that they named the town valentine's bluff and just about made me piss my pants like <laughs> really right. are you gonna be the town of halloween when when freaking yes come on i was okay with it I I oh yeah I, yeah I wasn't i wasn't bothered by it at all like we have friends whose last name is valentine that's a name it is but what um, i'm saying is sure. for your valentine movie you're gonna go ahead it's and have a town spot called on, valentine right? yeah yeah that was annoying yeah. it wasn't the thing i had the, the most problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> That was on my list of stuff. Mm. On my list of laundry list that includes Mabel in a dryer. Mm, Pretty far, pretty far down there. Mabel in the dryer. Um, By the way, by the way, I loved, I, I loved people who there's a scene in this film that is, I don't know if it's a trope or how you exactly label it, 
but it's the uh, is is the is the sheriff, and he's walking around Mabel's laundry mat, <laughs> and he and he's and, and you're like there's a big you know the dryer's like full of blood, and just it's just the most obvious thing in that room that she's in the dryer. Yeah, and he just keeps walking around looking like what's that smell? Is it yeah. my pipe? <laughs> right. Why are these hearts upside down? <laughs> if, have you ever left a shoe in the wash machine or or the dryer? Have you ever left a shoe in the dryer? Oh yeah, you're definitely gonna hear it. You're oh, gonna yeah. hear. I don't think it was you. moving. I know, it oh, wasn't it turned was, on. It, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Oh, it was definitely on. Yeah, really? yeah, it was. Going. It was on. Yeah. It was on ultra slow. Yeah. Like the, the, no dryer yeah, runs that slow. Well, the yeah. one that had the clothes in it was on, but I don't think the one that had Mabel in it was on. I no, the one with Mabel was in. Don't make me give it. Okay. Can can we can we talk about how that was uh, that was preceded by the funniest thing in the whole movie? What? what? I forget, but what by it? far the funniest thing in the whole movie. Uh, she is she is in her laundry laundrette, right? Yeah, right. And the the killer miner comes in to kill her, and she's backing away, throwing open the door of each dryer. <laughs> and she goes, yeah. stop. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Oh my god, I just I was dying. I was crying, laughing at her throwing open the door. Like that was going to even slow him down. Why did they go after her? Okay, I got, that's a. I have a question about this. Why do they go after her at all? Because this is well before even the plans were laid for their fake little party. Oh, because she was she planned the party. Yeah, but they canceled. Well, it. she had signs for it on the. No, well, she actually planned it, the party. So they, that's what kids kept saying. Well, the miners or the miners. Uh, they kept saying, yeah, Mabel had – she was the one who worked on everything on the party. She was the one who planned the party. Okay. So she maybe, has to be the first one to die, right? So Yeah, but I, but I thought if they canceled the party, that made, it meant everybody – because he was warning well, They didn't everybody. cancel the party until after you killed Mabel. Maybe yeah. I don't understand what you're asking. Oh, maybe that – maybe I've got my timeline wrong because I thought they so canceled it's just the before. fact that she had those posters. Like basically, if you're – if you're in Valentine Bluffs and there's a party being planned, whether or not you're on the committee, you've blown up a balloon or stuck a, well, I guess she's stuck a bunch of Valentine's shit all over the dryers right. and, and washing right. machines. So uh, that, that means you're fair game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense then. The way, the way you guys have described it to me, I, I think I had it backwards. I think I had it in my head that he's sending these warning notes. Like here's this heart, uh-huh. which by the way, that's another killing before there's a party. I don't know. He right. seemed right. indiscriminate. It's the fact that there's a party being planned is the is the reason for the killing. Okay. And it's actually not even that because, you know, this isn't even the original murderer, we find out. It's right. Axel, right? right? That's true, and yeah. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, so what's Axel's grudge against that me? Was, that was so – I don't know, but it was so <laughs> stupid when they did the flashback uh, yeah. of him watching. I was like, oh, oh. come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, watching his dad get – Yeah, watching his dad die. Needed. I was like – that should yeah. have been the all moment, but instead it was just like, oh, come on. So the, mm-hmm. the movie actually takes some length to explain how this party could happen, right? Yeah. And it's basically the police chief covers up what's actually going on. He doesn't tell people how bad it is. Yeah, right? why, why is right. that, do you think? What, what do you think the motivation there is? Because the, it seemed like he's like supposed to be this good town cop sheriff guy who's always looking right. out for the best for everybody or whatever and it's supposed to be portrayed as sort of heroic but as the movie went on i just went well dude you're terrible at this like you're just shitty Uh at this you're just like i got a hunch i'm gonna go do a thing no tell people what you're doing (laughs) like you know it doesn't have to be a big secret of what's going on i don't know that kind of annoyed me but 
What are you gonna do? Uh, I, I mean, and why did he have to way. say that? He could have just said, he could have just said, why did he say heart attack? He could have just said heart failure because that would have been true. She, Mabel, did heart have heart failure when it I, came out of her body. I have a confirmation on the dryer, by the way. Uh, okay, I'm uh, sorry. It's playing in the background here and silently, and uh, it is not moving. Brian, Ibbett oh, me. interesting. So Ibbett was right. Ibbett was right. Not moving. See, see. What may have thrown yeah, the, you was that he was walking around it. His reflection kept showing up in the little round mirror of the washer, and it made right? it look like maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you would absolutely hear. Oh, that's yeah. what I kept thinking. You would definitely hear. Oh, more than that. I think if it's if it's impression is dead on, you would hear like it would like lift up and then go shaboom and then kaboom. Exactly. So, what was the what was the Eddie Murphy animated shark movie? Oh, Shark Tale, or was that a different one? No, that was Will Smith. Yeah, Eddie Murphy shark movie. Was it Will Smith that I was thinking Eddie Murphy? I don't know. All I know, generations. All I right. know is a laundromat that has a significant number of machines is a loud place to be. Yeah, and right. Whenever I think of being in a laundromat, I think of uh, being in a laundromat in Kona, Hawaii, on the Big Island, where they were playing this shark movie on a TV while everybody sat around and waited for their laundry. And that movie was turned up to volume 10. <laughs> so that you can hear it over the machines. Yeah. Like, it's just in my head forever. That is my image of a laundromat is that animated shark movie turned up to 10. Yeah. That's a, that's an, that's a fun memory that you got there. That I like that. Yeah. Uh, directed by the way, by a dude named George Mahalka, Mahalka, you don't know him from much um he did that of course and then a bunch of tv stuff um do you guys remember the show let's see where is it uh they did a transporter the series uh a while back Mm. 2013 or so he directed an episode of that uh he did a bunch of movies you never heard of a lot of canadian shit Uh, it's the second thing he ever did so uh you know this is early in his career but it's funny this guy's very like you somebody at the top of the show said it but he's very influential in this in uh slasher circles and quentin tarantino is on the record as saying this is his favorite slasher film of all time oh. really yeah, oh wow thing. but so, there's no feet in this yeah there are no feet, <laughs> there are no feet. <laughs> that's what yeah. i thought are you kidding yes there are yes there <laughs> absolutely Whoa, are tell me more tell me more like, what about the feet i don't remember the feet like again by far my biggest topic about this movie is how everyone is underdressed for february in new brunswick and the you know we have these people in a mine where what must be frozen water is everywhere falling on them and they're climbing up a ladder wearing heels and it's just like no these women no woman in canada would be wearing those shoes on february 14th much less in new brunswick in a mine also if they said look we're gonna go down in this mine uh my first thought would be cool let me grab my sneakers like i'm not going down there in my freaking fancy heels not a chance not a chance Uh, heels i wouldn't i wouldn't have gone down there in the first place but i don't like mines i don't like uh you know, like the caves with the stalactites and mites and stuff and all that. When people are like, ooh, I want to go on a cave a cave tour. No. <clears throat> I, 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 that's where the chud live. Don't want to go in there. Yeah, that's where the chud live. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be in there. Why do you want to be in there? Get out of there. There are some cool, like, Colorado, uh, like, places you can go. Cave of the Winds down south is a little bit more, like, we've put up a whole bunch of cool lights all around these stalactites and stalagmites. But there's a much better one outside of Glenwood Springs. Mm. um that 
that just has they've brought in lights but they haven't put like floodlights behind every stalactite like basically it's you're seeing it a lot more like how it was discovered as opposed to dressed up and christmasified gotcha uh and uh and that one's that's that's a really cool place to go i guess i can't of. overstate how impressive uh, carl's bad caverns is in new mexico mm. at the same time if you have anything like claustrophobia do not go there yeah yeah that's what i'm saying if you've got any feeling of like if, if you're going to be in there going i'm 300 feet below the surface and this is closing and like you're gonna you're gonna freak out like it's bad uh, this thing was apparently shot 900 feet underground whenever they did the minor shots, which is pretty intense uh, for a movie. Um, they said some of the lighting devices couldn't be used in the mines because they had like high methane explosion potential. So like there's methane in the mines. And if one of those lights, like a halogen light set off a methane pop, then this entire crew is dead. Uh, that's dangerous. I don't think you do that today. I think you just fake this 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 uh, cave. You just make oh, one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of appreciate the, um, what's the word, the authenticity of it. Yeah, I'd like uh, to yeah. believe, I'd like to believe in all the cave scenes in the last Rambo that uh, Stallone dug those caves himself. Yeah, <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> the actor actually dug those caves. Yeah, the guy that played sure. Howard was in uh, First Blood, so there's a little connection there for you with that knowing it. Nice job. Uh, scrutiny. I have some early scrutiny here for this. Uh, some of this trivia here, and I'm going to play that. Scrutiny. So, uh, according to makeup effects artist Thomas R. Burnham, who worked on this thing, hey Burnham, uh, hey Burnham, one of his gory creations <laughs> was so realistic that director George McCocker or whatever his name threw up at the sight of it. Oh, <laughs> wow. No I don't know if way. I believe it. I don't believe it. No. Yeah. And you know why? Because. Uh, puking at the sight of something primarily comes from smelling it, not from seeing it. Right. But also, even if you see something really horrifying, whatever, all we have, I'm trying to think, have I ever done anything where, any time in my life, have I ever seen a thing and, and just immediately barfed because I saw it? No. Hmm. Like when maybe, I saw Mahalka, the- maybe Mahalka was fully drunk. Maybe like he was falling down drunk, and this guy is like, "Hey, come check this out. This prosthetic." Maybe they missed. The, maybe they didn't tell us the whole story. Maybe he walked up and said, "Harry, look at this severed head." And while he showed him the head, he reached two fingers down that guy's throat and made him burp. <laughs> <laughs> made him puke. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, what happened. Did you mention that he's Hungarian? By the way, I didn't catch that. No, is he? I didn't uh, know that. This George Mihalka. Yeah, which is weird because it doesn't sound like a Hungarian name, Mihalka. Yeah. Brian's, but you, Brian has uh, Hungarian roots, so you I got know. Hungarian in me. Yeah, yep. Is he? Uh, do we know him from any Hungarian work? It looks like it's all just <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> no. I looked and uh, doesn't look like he's even done any. Didn't see anything in there that looked Hungarian uh, by name. I think he drew did it. Oh, this is a sorry. It's a drama. I thought it was there's there's a drama, a Canadian drama in 2011 called Faith Fraud and the Minimum Wage. And for some reason, that's really familiar to me, and I cannot put my finger on why. No one in it I know. I don't know anything about it. Why is that familiar? I don't know, but there's something called Scandale, which sounds like um, a CW program that's trying to capitalize on (laughs) Scandale. (laughs) Riverdale. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of Canada television that's like that. Like, it's, it's, it's not a knockoff, and it's not like... It's more just like an imitation of something that's already popular on the CW specifically. 
Isn't it an old joke that everybody who makes film or does anything in Canada in the TV or film business, they all at some point direct uh, Degrassi junior high episodes? <laughs> and I can't find direct it for him. Or He's Piron not... or a... Yeah, they all do, though. Like, you look at all of their credits, and it's like, oh, he directed four episodes of Degrassi junior high in the 80s or the newer one in the 90s mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But this guy hasn't. He was... Uh, He's been busy, though. Worked all the way up till 2015. Made something called Black Christmas Legacy. And then... Yeah, it must be part of the Black Christmas series, is my guess. Oh, was there a... I didn't know there was a series. We, I think we... Well, a series of movies, remakes and reboots and stuff like that. But I thought we watched... We watched one of the Black Christmases here. Oh, interesting. So... This the movie that we're talking about here is a documentary. It says an examination of the affecting the effects and lasting impact of the cult classic horror film Black Christmas, featuring interviews with cast crew and industry experts. And it was directed by him and some other dude. Yeah, it's the one where the guy runs up and kills a uh, guy dressed up as Santa Claus. If, unless I'm thinking of something different, I thought I could have sworn we watched this. Uh, quick sacrifice. Scott Johnson, sometimes you swallow a syllable yeah. when you say cult classic. What I say? And it sounds like you just said Coke classic. <laughs> and I was just like, I was, I was ready to talk about Coca Cola classic. <laughs> I mean, I'm always ready to talk about that. Um, I'm checking quicksack.ly and it's, I have no black Christmas. Really? Yeah. Have we watched that? Uh, I don't know why. We definitely watched Black Christmas. Christmas. We watched Christmas something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it. It was uh, the kid who. Uh, oh, you're thought. thinking of the you're the one where he watched his mom and Santa Claus do it in the living room. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what um, was that? oh, mom, mom, oh yeah. That's last year. Uh, or not, not yeah, last Christmas we <laughs> we watched. Santa, I thought it was Killer, Black Christmas. Killer Santa. Uh, no. Santa from Outer Space. Was it called Christmas Eve? <laughs> no. Oh, Christmas, Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil. Christmas Evil because we did the whole evil stuff. That's right. We did Christmas uh, Evil and thank you. Evil. Okay. That's hey, right. Uh, something I just wow, noticed. How have we not watched Black Christmas? Because it's got Margot Kidder and Olivia Hussey. Oh, I'm weird. putting it on our list. It's going to be about <laughs> ten months. Give me ten months. <laughs> Sounds good. I just noticed Quicksack.ly has been updated to have playable uh, audio embeds. Oh, 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 nice. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. All right, well done. That's cool. Bomb. Who is it again? I forget his name. Yeah. Bombats. Bombats. That's who it is. You should Bomb put his Bats. name on there so I can remember to say it every time I say it. Anyway, uh, Bombats. Uh, uh, what else we got here in trivia? Oh, here's one for you. Uh, the captain near the beginning says Thursday, February 12th, indicating the dance will be on the Saturday, the 14th. That means Friday, the 13th falls between them. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, nice. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Friday, the 13th. Do they have a whole Friday, the 13th thing in Canada or is that just a U.S. thing? Huh? Oh, no, that's a, that's a many places in the world. Thing. Is it? Okay. Yeah. That's a big one everywhere, right? Like that's, Not everywhere. Because hmm. I know like, time. you know. There are other numbers that freak uh, Asian Asian uh, um, people out, right? Asian superstitious people are freaked out by <laughs> the number four. <laughs> I think I, I like think how you narrowed that down so that Asian it wouldn't stu- be offensive. People, right? <laughs> well, I was about to say Asian, Asian American, too, uh, but that right. wouldn't apply because <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated about the cultural overlap between Canada and the United States, and I don't, I don't want to get into it too much because there's been whole books written about it. But sure. where on the fringes. There are just some fascinating little things like, uh, you know, like just a, a lot of Canadian culture 
gets imported to the United States and Americans aren't told that it's Canadian. Like yeah. that's just the, the oh, history yeah. of that overlap. Like as a, I didn't know Rush wasn't an American rock band for most of my childhood, right? Oh, wow. Like I just, really? I just thought of Rush and, and I did, it was because I didn't make a distinction. I just never thought about some of these people are from Canada, right? Yeah, Sebastian right. Bach, the lead singer of Skid Row is from Canada, yeah. but Skid Row, I just like, they are so American to me, right? And I just never make that distinction. Well, the only reason and I that, know that at all is because he shows up on the Trailer Park Boys all the time, and it's the only reason I know there's that he's even Canadian. Otherwise, I would if you said Skid Row, I'd have said, oh, they're probably an LA band. My guess, they're probably all from LA. You know, they're actually yeah. mostly from New Jersey. I think. <laughs> See, I've got it all wrong with those guys. <laughs> it's probably because there's a Skid Row in LA, that like the actual location where all the homeless folks hang out. And I'm just well, there's, yeah. And there's also one in Vancouver, but the my point is, yeah, um, that that Canada as a country didn't really start trying hard to make a distinction <laughs> until more recently, yeah. and and so like a movie like this, it's totally understandable why you would uh, see it as a as a younger person in the '80s and not really think, oh, New Brunswick. Now that's north of maine yeah. <laughs> you know like you just wouldn't have any of that yeah thought. we didn't do that stuff like our first uh, we how many of us really knew anything about australia other than paul hogan growing up like we just didn't know right right it's so that's weird to me to think how not that we were not where is it sheltered i don't know what we were but we just didn't have this this thing oh, that we're, i think we're very inward looking as right as yeah. young people in uh america yeah, yeah. But I also think it's generational. I don't think I, you know, my my kids didn't grow up going Australia. What's that? Like they 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 yeah. seem they knew already kind of knew. <laughs> I don't everything. think I did either. Uh, weird thing to say. <laughs> Australia. What's that? And I'm just, Is that beer? I, I mean, I knew it was a country, <laughs> but but you know, my whole experience with it was, oh, they all sound like Paul Hogan. And they all carry a big knife, and it's all kangaroos. And I think we had Olivia Newton-John too. Like in her you oh know, yeah, days, we were all like, oh, that's Australia. Okay. Yeah, but we just had, you know, we just had this like limited less, and and Canada felt the same way to me. I just, I just knew that there was a place called Canada. I didn't culturally, I didn't know what was happening from there, but it, little did I know there was so much that was bleeding down. Like Paul Schaefer was Canadian, and freaking mm-hmm. all these SNL people are Canadian, and right, SCTV all the SCTV and, stuff. Right, I watched so much of that stuff as a kid. Right, never really connecting the fact that these are all they're all Canadian. Yeah, Eugene and Levy I and John thought, Candy. I always thought the SC stood for Second City, and every American knows that's Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but it is still it's, it's it is still Second City, right? Isn't that the SC or no? Is not that's one of the comedy troops well i know i know that but and i've seen yeah, second not, city not in the not in the sc tv that we're familiar with but yeah second city second city is chicago and there is an sc a second city comedy in chicago now oh, see here it is second city television commonly shortened sctv later known as sctv network uh canadian television sketch comedy show that ran between 76 and 84 i think mm-hmm. i think that that second city thing is like a like there's yeah, here it is. Toronto Second City Troop. It just happens to be their their yeah. offshoot. So it would be the first city. Uh, New York City. New York City. Well, no, they're, no. They're saying, Canada. No, but they're saying they're the Oh, second. they're just saying that they're second They're to, like a satellite yeah. office. Gotcha. Okay. You, you can't have that many second cities. You can, <laughs> you can have, I, I think the idea is that you could have Denver, a second city troop in Denver, and they just still call it Second City. That's the brand. Sure. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks like if you go to secondcity.com, your choices are Chicago, Toronto, or Hollywood. 
Oh wow. Hmm. Okay. There you go. I don't want that one. That one's not. That one's yeah, you're right. That <laughs> that's like fourth or fifth city. <laughs> yeah, that's like fifth city. <laughs> Nobody wants fifth city. Anyway, but uh, uh, but yeah, like uh, that's that's it's a, it's just a weird effect. And hearing it now, watching it now with my my 2021 ears, I can hear the accents. I recognize the the town signs. Like I'm like, oh yeah, look how can, this is Canadian as shit. But then I found out Porky's was also a Canadian production. That doesn't that. feel right to me. No, that totally could, doesn't. Seriously, no, but it explains we, a lot. You could do <laughs> 10 hours on I found out this and that was right. Canadian. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I love our neighbors to the north. They're amazing. Uh, all right. Uh, movie says it has 12 uh, total body count. Okay, 12 people died. I don't think that's correct. So I'm going to name off who died, and you guys tell me who okay. I'm missing. All right, because I've got a list here okay. that is not... Uh, quite I, bet, I, I, I bet there are six that you're not thinking of. Okay. Lady, wow. Lady in the Laundry, which is a whole spinoff. Lady <laughs> in the Laundry. <laughs> should be. It's a Pearl Jam song. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lady in the Laundry. Uh, Run around in the dryer. There you go. <laughs> uh, hot dog water guy. All right. We got yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Old bartender guy. Okay. After he went and made his fake killer, and then and then the, why did he get curious about it? Why did he, he get curious up. the third time? Was he just getting such a jolt out of laughing? At yeah, himself? it was just so much fun. It's like I like to scare myself. Woo-hoo. Okay, Woo-hoo. he sucked. Um, shower girl. So the head shower head girl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the shower cu- head head. Right. The, cu- <laughs> the couple in the mine doing it. Yeah. Uh, well, just the oh yeah, the couple. Yeah. 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 And what was it. what was in their what was through their bodies? Okay. All right. That's yeah. And I said the same thing to Tina when we saw that. I said, Oh, those, those two are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very okay. common slasher trope too. A couple laying yes. horizontally and something goes through them both. That's a that's a fun right. one. It's efficient if you're a slasher too. You you know, you can two yeah. birds, one stone, yeah. one one drill bit. That's yeah, uh-huh. a twofer. Right. You like to get those. And then you got the couple doing or oh, I mentioned them. Then you got Hollis. Uh, your your poor man's right uh, mustachio uh, dude yeah, him. yeah poor man's wilford brimley yeah. we have to call him <laughs> poor man's young Wilf, wilford brimley and then you got howard who apparently was i didn't understand that his head was ripped off yeah uh, it he was hung and then it then it ripped off as he fell and then his body fell thing i think yeah so but fast. that fault that right. body hitting the ground Pretty freaking good, dude. That looked real good. Mm-hmm. Like in a that head way. didn't though. Did you check my little screenshot I put in the yeah. chat room? Holy yeah. Moses! That's nice, bad. nice geometric cuts there to the neck. Nice. Uh, right. Yeah. Did you, did, <laughs> Scott? Did you check off heart tattoo at the beginning? Yeah, you got to uh, check no. off heart tattoo. Oh, I didn't think of her. And you got to check off bartender guy who sets up the oh. elaborate. Uh, Wait. That, that, red that was, red on airlight. I just talked prank. about that guy, the old yeah. bartender. Did you guy. mention that guy? His name okay. is his name is Happy, by the way. Oh, was it Happy the bartender? <laughs> yeah, Happy <laughs> the bartender. Not, is it? He didn't seem very yeah, happy. Well, says it says IMDb. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I've that's been... one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine. Okay. Who am I missing? Uh, the six, the six miners that that uh, Howard eats. Do is that part of the body count? Oh, oh yeah. interesting. Their bodies. Well, then that's more than 12. That puts us way over, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's supposed to be people killed in the film when they All say right. a body count. I don't think you count, like, previous deaths. Uh, or, you know, they show, they show the one guy the et, yeah. but you know. Well, that's true, but he didn't eat. But that was a flashback to another. Well, I guess it still happens on film, though. I, yeah. I have a question. Why was the guy in the refrigerator 
so like covered in <laughs> I don't know ice cream or I don't know what it was. <laughs> that was on that guy. Right. I think that wiener, we're doing... that's wiener juice when it freezes. That's right, right. frozen oh, wiener oh, juice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be Burns, right? Because he was boiling right. his face in the water, but it didn't look very good. It looked pretty bad. Yeah. But I have to. I had laughed. I wasn't supposed to laugh there, and I laughed, dude. Right. When he got his face jammed yeah. in the hot dog water, and hot dog water is a funny joke around this house because my oh, daughter's yeah. husband Dylan is. Uh, all you have to do is say hot dog water, and he gags. He just hates right. it. So whenever I say, "Hey, uh, Dylan, you want a nice warm uh, glass of hot dog water tonight oh on Christmas God. Eve or whatever?" He'll just go, "Oh!" He just kind of get all gaggy. So when he did that, I immediately gifted that and sent it to him and said, "Hey, look at this." <laughs> Hot dog water. Mmm. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. Patty die? Who? Patty uh, in the red dress uh, looked like uh, Patty in the red dress. No, she Uh, she died, but she took an axe to the gut. To the stomach, right? Yeah, yeah, because. Oh, uh, Patty. Gosh dang it. How do I Gotta count Patty. All right, gotta so count the patty, one, patty two, cake, three, patty four, cake, five, six, seven, eight, to the nine, gut. Ten. That's it's funny because there were times where her chin would just completely disappear. Like. <laughs> When she was reacting to something, yeah. Let's see here. She turned into a turtle. By the way, I put in the Discord channel someone who has written a huge, uh, uh, some fandom. They got a big old wiki for this, and it's the kill count from this film. And it lists 12, and number two is four minors. So they counted them as As one one death one body, a body of minors. (laughs) Yeah, because they mentioned it. Right. (laughs) What do you call four minors? A body of minors. A body. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine then. If that's what they're doing, that's how you get your 12. Um, yeah, but why wouldn't you count them as either four minors or zero minors since it happens? Well, you, only see, but you only see one minor's arm, you right? see his arm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, 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 the dad getting killed. The dad? Which dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dad. his dad. Alex's Axel's dad. dad. Yeah, his Axel's dad getting killed in the flashback. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> right. Okay. I that probably puts that. us at 12, right? Yeah, that, that's now we're at 12. Okay, well done, everybody. Well done. We did <laughs> this together. Dave, they list Dave who got killed. Heart, uh, head boiled alongside some wieners. That's how his death was listed. <laughs> head boiled alongside some wieners. I have to say, though, they use like a cat, an actual cow heart that they cooked. So if you boil the oh, cow man. heart, that's the color it would be. That's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, like a, probably if you boil the human heart. Um, yeah, I just boiled wanna, like, meat. That's a, in general, boiled meat yeah, will look like that. That's, yeah, that, that's a good point to say, a spot to stop and say. I kind of hope that people who are listening to this episode of our podcast watch this movie. Yeah, like it. It's just uh, I was I was thinking about how you guys went into great detail on TMS about in and of itself, and how so you know there's going to be people who listen and they're, and they're going okay I'm good I I've heard about it I I feel like I was part of the discussion yeah but like. You just can't like. There's a heart in a in a big pan of water with hot dogs. Like <laughs> you need to see that. I'm sorry. I I know it's a weird thing to suggest, but you yeah. need to see it. Do see it, but also understand that that's a moment of like. There's a real disconnect there because I, I, my head was was oh they are those jokesters. They put a a, a animal heart in here with the wieners. Right. But no one ever, no one said, ah, shit, I was looking forward to those hot dogs. Or are they just going to eat yeah, them those, now? Yeah, those wieners are totally going to the dump, by the way. Yeah. Someone puts mm-hmm. any type of heart. I don't care what mm-hmm. animal it is. Of yeah. course, what am I talking about? They're probably all hearts. <laughs> the wieners are probably made out of all That's hearts. That's right. Yeah, it's all it's, uh, elbows and assholes, isn't it? Right. <laughs> elbows, yeah, assholes, and, outdoors, heart, right? and a little bit I, of heart meat in there. Exactly. Yeah. It is weird, right, that this particular killer goes to such effort. 
right? Yeah. Like, think about how how much effort you got to put in every time you kill somebody to get their heart out of their chest. Yeah, that's that's work. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't just open them up and go book and pop it out. That things. <laughs> You know, is it, <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah they they make that seem too easy in the in temple of doom but if you're going to do that you got to be somewhat surgical even if you're messy about it and he was a little he was quick with that stuff also i don't mm-hmm. understand how um how you didn't know in the car you're in the car and you got this heart box mm-hmm. and there's a big lumpy heart in there yeah. It's taller than I, I just don't know how you're that stupid. That mare is stupid. Mm-hmm. Just a dumb yeah, as a rock. Yeah. Like guys, he doesn't pull off that that uh, that little piece of uh, not quite packing material, but slight protection for the for the chocolates. Yeah, he doesn't right. pull that off before he offers somebody who's driving a chocolate. Yeah, so that yeah, yeah. while they're driving, they've got to flip that piece up and get a piece of chocolate out. Inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, inconsiderate i had a question about the mine so this is not about the movie it's about mining in general maybe someone can write in about this or if you guys have any experience in mining maybe you know uh where do miners poo or if they have to poo or pee what do they I pee i assume they just go into a corner somewhere and say here's where i'm peeing but yeah, yeah. if you got to take a dump and you're 900 to a thousand feet down where, what do you do do you think because you know that's they a do. good question do pants they- Seriously, they take it. They sit on a bucket. Seriously, so they bring a bucket down there. <laughs> some kind sense. of bucket. There's, there's all. There's all Better kinds of things bucket. that you can. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> okay. Grab a bucket. Okay. So we're gonna. That's we're, it. That's what I was thinking. We're gonna call that a. Uh, that maybe that's our chicken the bucket. Not not really because the movie doesn't deal with it. But I always Turn think of bucket. that stuff with certain certain jobs and occupations, like people that work on high rises, way up high. You know. Yeah. Hundreds you can't of. Just pop. Can't just pop up out of the mine. Yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, I got to take a shit. I'll see you guys in what three hours? Because that's how long it takes right. me to go anywhere. Yeah, I, I, I and, just unless you're riding in the worst tunnel of love ever. <laughs> oh, I'll just dude. poop down the shaft. Don't worry about me. <laughs> There's nobody down there. Nobody do down there. Uh, hey, we're working down here. Do you guys notice the local bar? had porn on everything like the yes wall just covered yeah. i pointed that out to tina and she's like what and i had to go back and show her like there's a there's a nudie picture behind the guy who's talking yeah there's naked ladies all over the walls that was I, about the only way you could get nudity in a film in the 80s right without <laughs> getting an x so, yeah i don't yeah. know you got whatever man they had boobs in pg movies back then i don't know what mm. they're what the deal yeah is. yeah this, this movie is kind of like you can really see what what the filmmakers care about and and don't care about yeah yeah, well, they cared about putting porn all over that guy's wall, so that was something. Yeah, that's right. You but asshole you kid. Mean, <laughs> you mean the harbinger of doom? You kids, he was you truly the harbinger of doom. Here's some more porn, you assholes. Like he was just right. like a, he was just a porn loving, grumpy storytelling old fart, and uh, got what I love he it. He was you know, to me. He was one of my favorite things. Even even with him doing the stupid prank and kept opening the door that still mm-hmm. just made me laugh it was really like, funny like is it all right let's see is it gonna work a second time right, ah, it works right. a second time hey, right, it that's why they... <laughs> then he starts walking away and he gets this weird look on his face like wait a minute that moved yeah. differently yeah. like okay then friggin' run <laughs> one more time yeah that was stupid weird. happy uh did hollis how did hollis die again because i don't i didn't i don't think i really saw how he died it was like a nailed in the nailed in the forehead Oh yeah, it yeah, was Hollis. So yeah, dark. Got, I guess yeah. I missed how that worked in the dark. I couldn't. They, tell. It, well, yeah, they they were shooting pretty close up too, and it was kind of hard to tell that that's what was supposed to be going on. But there's a photo right there in our Discord. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> although the Mabel's photo right above it is great. Oh yeah, there it is. Pew. 
Wait. I love oh, Mabel's yeah. look. <laughs> Mabel's look is great. Oh, someone got me chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh, the girl making the? Fa- oh, that's um, that's that's chinless Patty in the gut. Chinless Patty. That's chinless terrible. Patty. She looks well, like I a mean, Muppet. From that, yeah, from that, like that face she's making. She, if it were not for one little wrinkle, she would have no chin. Yeah. But then you see <laughs> other photos of her in that movie, and she's like got got you know a very pronounced chin it's weird yeah she is weird it's a muppet there's a hand in there (laughs) she looks like somebody i'd draw that's what's funny about her sure um hey let's talk about all the moose head in this movie what's up with all the moose head so much moose head (laughs) are there a lot of moose heads my my intro is going to be sponsored by moose head oh you mean the beer yeah 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 yeah. i thought you meant like hanging moose heads (laughs) get it first like big neon sign behind the bartender everybody's ordering moose head then there's a box for some reason in the laundromat yeah so what uh, like you can see it next to Mabel in that photo too. Yeah. Felt like they went to their local beer distributor and said, We're making a movie. You wanna give us all the beer we can drink and some yeah. neon signs? We'll hang it in the movie. Did they <laughs> is Moosehead a Canadian uh, brand? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh yeah, there it is. There's the, they're right next to Mabel. She's got a whole box of it. Right, right next to rock. Mabel, she's making that face like I guess she keeps all of her Valentine's decorations in a moosehead box. Yeah. She's dead, by the way. That lady. I looked She's her dead. up. Yeah. Oh, There's a lot of dead guy. people. Oh, oh, oh the actresses. Okay. Yeah, the actress oh, is dead. Right, right. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Oh, uh, it's a weird thing with me. I like to find out who's dead. And uh, the sheriff's dead. She's dead. Uh, how about the uh the, the virgin waitress, Harriet? Uh Harriet is, <laughs> is she in here? They have a big long song they've written about the yeah. virgin. Yeah, Harriet. poor Virgin Harriet. Terry Waterland. No, no one's popped her chariot. I love that. I yeah. like you know, it's a great it's, rhyme. One of the best only, rhymes I've ever heard. So she's been in two it things. Really is, yeah. She's been in this, and she was in Bloodlust, My Bloody Valentine, and The Rise of the Slasher Film Documentary. And those are the only two things she's done. So she's still. That's a pretty decent. Yeah, that's a pretty decent rhymes in this film. Except yeah. for the one where he talks about something happening once, twice, and then he says thrice. No one's ever, thrice. Yes. No one's ever rhymed thrice. Oh, that, was, ever. that was on the card that was shoved into Mabel's body. Yeah. Her yeah. cavity. Yeah, it comes out pretty darn clean. Yep. Looked yeah. all right. Pretty legible there in the yeah. old morgue. That guy walking yeah. around, though, with the pan with the heart in it. What did he say? He oh, said... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What are you Where, what'd you do with the rest of the body? Yeah. Like he said, he said, how'd you how'd you guys get a loose hot? Yeah, that's a weird what are you guys thing. doing with a loose hot? Yeah. That's a, Centerville uh, on top uh, the coroners. I was I was convinced that had to be the director. That's a role that oh, the director sure. always yeah. takes, right? They always yeah. do. They're always like a coroner. Why is that? Right. Is there a thing with that? We could find a thing it, with that. Somebody's totally somebody's got some kind of tropey thing where they describe this, but directors will play a doctor or a coroner and right. it's usually a small role like oh he died of uh, sepsis ma'am or whatever and that's your right. whole entire thing and it's always <laughs> feels the like it's an m light m night Shyamalan is a typical oh, one to do that sort of thing yeah or, or or a, get, mm-hmm. they like to be a man on the street they like the to be like ones yeah. or man's on, men on the street right yeah. just yeah. a guy walking a poodle yeah. <laughs> right or or like they're getting interviewed by a local news reporter right Right, right. Because then they don't have to do much acting. They just have to have to <laughs> sort of wing it. Um, I, I like that, though, for some reason. I like hunting down those sorts of Easter eggs in movies. That's part of why they do it, right? I mean, there's no other reason oh, yeah. for you to cameo in your movie except, you know, you want people to know that you 
did this thing. I don't know. I don't know why people do that. Yeah. Now that I think about yeah. it. Is that I was why a doctor. Do why do why they pull Easter egg? I am looking at George, uh, the director, and it looks a lot like the doctor did. Oh, really? So it could have been. Yeah. Oh, hold I think it's the doctor. Uh, I'm not saying it absolutely George, is. I'm just saying he looks a lot like him. He doesn't have a yeah. photo in uh, IMDb. Where no, I had to Google search him. There. Oh, yeah, good. Okay. Well, maybe oh, it is maybe him. he's uh, is he listed as actor uncredited or something in his in the uh, cast? I looked for that, but I didn't see it. Oh okay. yeah, if you put a mustache on him, yeah, that might be him. All right, my money's on that. If your name was uh, Gina Dick, <laughs> yeah, when we belong. What if right? it's pronounced China? <laughs> China <laughs> Dick. Yeah. Yeah, even worse. I hope so. Oh yeah. man! Hi, I'm Gina Dick. I'm here to play the. Uh... <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Um, all right. Uh, anyone else have anything else to say about this movie? <laughs> uh, uh, that, uh, is that dog still alive? The dog that runs after, uh, nearly gets hit by cars and it's running oh, after God. if there's a siren. Oh, oh, but right. but forget that. This movie has the best movie dogs we've seen in a long time. <laughs> the dogs eating the heart on the ground. Yeah, there's yes. some dogs. And they're eating a heart out oh, of yeah. a, a Valentine's Day chocolate box. Yeah, right. And and uh, police chief comes outside, and one of these dogs is trained oh. to attack him. Yeah, and he just stands there, so stoic and stone. It's I I I can't. What is he a robot? This dog is attacking him, <laughs> and he's just looking at it like, okay, go away. And that's a single take thing, right? Let's not like, all right, let's do this again. Because if there was a second take. Like I would say, no, I want that dog off the set. Yeah. Or, they, right. or they got five takes and this was the one. Like every other one, the dogs were totally like not exciting enough. Yeah. Right. And right. this was the one. This movie's 40 years old. Uh, the reason I point that out is the sheriff was right like in his early 40s yeah. and died at 80 something. Just to right. give you a little bit of context on how Pers- quick that yeah. went. Perspective. Yeah. Good Lord. Chief, Chief Newbie. Chief newbie, Chief newbie. Why was it? Uh, I'm curious. There's a thing that happens in movies a lot that I'm curious if it happens in real life. Okay. Like if uh, if if they're the 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 cop and the mayor were driving down the road, mm-hmm. and uh, they discovered that they had the heart in the box, and they like immediately slam on the brakes, turn on the siren, and flip around. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> what's the, no, what's the what's, we're what's in a hurry rush? to get back to the station right. to, yeah you gotta turn right. the siren on gotta you know turn a big turn around i'm like what's going on right now yeah why it's a very good point yeah but did also, they do that is that no 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 yeah also know. you know what i would know if there was a human heart in my chocolate box yeah. before i opened it yeah yeah it would feel yeah. weird chocolate boxes are light yep and, and, right. and especially after him. i get through with them Having him having him open that one that's got actual chocolate in it, or what looked like little cat turds, but whatever. When he opened that, <laughs> oh, that was the worst it, box of chocolates really ever. Made. It looked really yeah. sad, but but the way he opened it so slowly, sampler. he was so yeah. careful. He was like, "Oh, I got to be careful in case it's a heart." I'm like, "Dude, you know ahead of time." Oh, I hate caramel. <laughs> they really don't care about any fingerprints or anything either. Like, uh, no. you know, oh, I'm just going to pull all these hearts down that the killer obviously hung upside down. 
in the laundromat yeah and uh, i'm gonna open this box that might have a human heart in it but uh if, if i get my own fingerprints on it no big deal do you think it was uh back then did we have it was all russian roulette chocolate right nowadays we have like a yeah, chart yeah, that yeah. says what you're eating so if you know there's a shitty right. coconut thing in there you don't want you can not right. you can avoid it but back in the day you didn't know they were all just lumpy chocolate holes and you just like okay well <laughs> Lumpy, lumpy chocolate holes. <laughs> it's like, mm, those this are one. my favorite. <laughs> and then you eat it, and then you then you find out it was caramel, whatever, uh, or something terrible, and you want to spit it out like that. There's something I miss oh, about. The, that, what's your days. least favorite? I gotta say that there's like this pink cream. Yes, oh, I like yes. those. Oh, I do I not like. Those. I don't like what any of the. I don't like any of the the cream ones, like the chocolate cream, the vanilla cream, or the pink cream. Right. Nope. Pink cream. Uh, what is, cream it's supposed cherry to be? is it supposed to be, Randy? It's cherry. Strawberry. Right. Oh, strawberry. <laughs> See? See? You can't even decide. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like the, cherry. Obviously. In a, in a, uh, uh, you know, a candy, like the difference between cherry and strawberry isn't enough to really care. Yeah. But like, I definitely have, <laughs> I have strong feelings. Like if I pick up a nice chocolate cordial and the inside is filled with grimy, gritty coconut, I'm so mad. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. with you 100. percent Can't do coconut candy of any kind. I can't stand it. But so that's what I mean. Like today, we are you know we're blessed with a big old piece of paper in there that says the ones with the funny looking deal <laughs> on the top is a deal is one of these. And Avoid this one at all costs. Right. Like with a little uh, yeah. But the back in the long. days, they had to do it like those Harry Potter beans, where one of them tastes like puke, and you didn't know it till you got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the 70s. What a great time to be alive. <laughs> Hey, you guys, you know that uh, your internet provider, whoever it is, Comcast, Verizon, whatever, they know every single website you visit. And here's what's worse. They sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who will use you, use you as a target for all sorts of stuff to be advertised to or whatever. It's your data and you're the target. Well, ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can be seen by just you and no one else. All right? I use ExpressVPN on my devices. It works on everything. Phones, laptops, routers, even people who come use your Wi-Fi in your apartment or your house or whatever. They'll be protected because they're using ExpressVPN without even having to have it. Here's the best part. Using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. It's also the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. I really like ExpressVPN for its simplicity and its ease of use. I think you might like that as well. So if you're like me, you believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash filmsack today. Use my exclusive link, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N, expressvpn.com slash filmsack and get extra three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash filmsack. Do it today. All right. I have clips from this movie if you guys want to hear them. Please, yes. Oh, yes, please. Um, I do. So let's do it. Let's see here. Uh, we got uh, this thing's missing. Why? Okay, there we go. All right. So we're going to start with this. This is um, yelling in the shower, which you do with your friends, right? You yell in the shower. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently, according to trivia, these guys are all naked in that shower. They just, oh, yeah, well, they're really yeah. like playing grab ass with each other, too. They are yeah. so playing grab ass. Yeah. yeah. They said they filmed it all naked, but then didn't 
shoot anything below the waist, but I'm like, well, then why'd you do it naked? What are you doing? Authenticity. <laughs> that was for <laughs> authenticity. Uh, all right, here you go. This is them yelling. Be a hot time on Saturday night. Now that that's him, right? The turned out to be the killer guy. Alex, yeah, lot. wasn't it him? Axel, 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 Axel. What did I say? Asshole. That's right. Asshole. You didn't that's say right. asshole. You said, <laughs> <laughs> but I like asshole. I think asshole is better. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Did you for a minute think that the uh, they were trying to they were trying to lead us a little bit into thinking that the the bartender guy was the killer? I thought so too because yeah. I thought, oh, he's the only one that they've told. There was an earshot of them saying that they're going to have a party, so he's got to be the killer. And then they they show him setting up his uh, Ferris Bueller uh, killer dummy, and um, <laughs> yeah, and he, he had, had, a, he had a pickaxe. So I thought, oh, he's got a pickaxe. Who else has that? Yeah. I couldn't I figure out which everyone. kind of which general kind of mystery we were supposed to be solving. Was it that they were going to reveal that the the killer of old? had returned and we were going to finally mm-hmm. find out who that was and it was just going to be new to us mm. or was someone we were already seeing going to turn out to be the killer well there was such a reveal on oh he harry died in, in prison or in the uh the the, the loony bin or whatever like there was such a <laughs> amount of weight put on the the fact that harry died right right that, uh i think they expected us to be <laughs> mm. Also, isn't the, this whole twist is just is uh, and I can't think of the, the movie Scream. It's the Scream twist, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. ends mm-hmm. up being one Scream of the people no, in the group. Because Scream ends up being two people, and that's how you can see oh, yeah, yeah. each of them. Uh, this one, it was just this one person. You slowly work out, and you know, okay, so it can't be this boyfriend because we just saw him while someone else was gone. You just work it out slowly, and and you end up figuring out who it is. Well, I have to admit, I didn't figure it out until they showed me. I'll admit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I still haven't figured it out. I'm still. He's <laughs> still confused. Yeah, because I mean, he cut his arm off. Yeah, did he? Yeah, he cut his arm off there at the end, and then ran off and said, "Me and Harry will be back." And I'm like, "Is Harry still alive? Harry's in Is his. He he's part in of his this? mind. He's in his mm-hmm. soul. He's got Harry's body, or the guy's kid's body, but Harry's soul in his body. Harry's <laughs> <laughs> soul. Harry's soul. All right." Here's a Howard. If you want Howard to get away from you, that's what you say. Howard, stay away from me. Yeah, that's what you do. Howard. Dude, Howard drove me up a wall. Couldn't stand him. Oh, my gosh. And I know that's you need that guy in your horror movie. The one that's just acting like a dick. Your stifler or whatever. Just your dick. But mm-hmm. I still hate right. him. Annoyed the hell out of me. All right. Let the good times roll, he says in the shower. Let the good times roll. All right. Oh, no, it wasn't the shower. <laughs> that was at the party. Yeah. yeah, and he hit that horn thing at the end, and I laughed again. I laughed out loud. Let the good times roll. All right. <laughs> I love that guy. I love Who that guy. He's around air horn. That's how I can't right? imagine this movie without that guy. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't like, like I, this movie. Well. I hate him, but I also know he's required. He, it's on the yeah. template. Uh, what's going on over there? Asks this clip. Looks like a butcher ripped this thing out. What's going on over in Valentine Bluffs? So we might think that's the director. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I put in the Discord, I put a picture of the guy and the yeah. director. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard could to say. Be, could be the same guy. Yeah. Oh, I right. he had a mustache. See, I'm already forgetting who looked like what in this movie. I just mm-hmm. watched it last night. Human brains are weird. 
<laughs> or mine is anyway. I don't want to speak for the rest of humanity. Okay, here's some bad acting and foreshadowing all at the same time. Oh, but you gotta go. It'll be all right. Just stay with Hollis and me. Besides, you gotta see the dress I got. Cut down to here, slid up to there. I may not get out alive. <laughs> yeah, you won't either. Oh, foreshadowing. That's yeah, exactly what I said. I stood up in the middle of the living room and said, foreshadowing. Also, yeah. nobody acts like that. Like this first no. part of this. Oh, but you gotta go. It'll be all right. Just stay with Hollis and it's just so. Oh, but you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't remember what this is, so I'll just play it. It happened once. It happened twice. Cancel a dancer. It'll happen thrice. Oh, that's the thrice thing. <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> rhyme. Well, yeah. I found an alternate version that got cut, and on the on the it got it didn't get used. Let's find out why. It's almost the same, but here it is. It happened once. It happened twice. Then you can eat rice. Oh, weird! Yeah. <laughs> weird! Wow, sounded familiar. That makes that makes uh, just about the same amount of sense. <laughs> Has anyone ever used the word thrice on never unironically like uh, ever thrice thrice? I, I'm sure people use it all the time in England. Mm. Mm. Can but I get you... the thrice baked potato, please? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I'd eat that. It does sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds burnt. Why is it so dry? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> exactly. With rice. So thri- you could you could in theory you could brand a kind of like uh rice combination, like um, you know, this has got brown, white, and mm, long grain or like whatever. A, like a brand name. Try new Uncle Ben's Thrice. Yeah, Uncle Ben's Thrice. Three fantastic rice flavors in one or whatever. <laughs> no. Not as soon as I said it out loud, I realized nope, that would never never happen. It wouldn't get past committee. All right, fair enough. That's right. Here's a can <laughs> oh Canada alert everybody. Here you go. I'm sorry. I'm so damn sorry. You are sorry. <laughs> I love that. Sorry. I was like, eh. <laughs> that was the if moment. If the moose head didn't give it away, that sure did. Yeah. Right. If you had any hesitation about where this was originating, that that solved it. All right. When people or where people get killed. Yeah, in the mind. Where people get killed. People get killed in the mind. Oh, I got a prom date clip. Oh, okay. Yay. So this is a weird one. This is Ibbitt's prom date's dad. When I guess this is specifically when you made fun of your date's dress. Okay. So you were oh, like, yeah, I was, I was mean of me. Yeah. You're like, this dress is so stupid or whatever you said. And this is what her dad's reply was. I think you're in this too, but here you go. Beware of what you make fun of, you little asshole. Who? You. Yeah. There's a little bit yeah. of. Yeah. It was right after I went <laughs> and stuck my head up uh, right next to the table where he was talking. Uh, here's that terrible man, that old man's laugh. <laughs> Really? <laughs> that's just so bad dude yeah really bad um here's an all right all right all right before mcconaughey came on the scene all right hey all right all right so are, is that are, him is that him seeing the hot dogs in the water no 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 that's him Emily? seeing the shower is on and oh, so he thinks his yeah. girlfriend seeing his right, own yes. hot dog in the water <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yep. Okay. So wait a minute. So I have a question about this and about the the sanity of the of that character because this is this is our killer. Yeah. But does is he like true split personality where when he's going all right, all right, he he really no, thinks that's, that's not our killer because he uh, our killer was was dating um, Sarah Sarah 
the, the love triangle. Do I have the wrong killer in my head? This was a head? different guy. Yeah, this was a different guy. Wait, the guy that came in crying. Yeah, was not was not uh, Axel. Wait, who's Axel? The, Axel's the love guy triangle guy. He's yeah, he's Axel. the killer. No, I know. Bike, yeah, but I can't. Oh man, I've effed this up. This the entire movie, <laughs> I think, is the wrong. I got the wrong killer. <laughs> yeah, there's another. There's another dude. So Axel is the crying the guy. Triangle. Yeah. Yeah, and he's right. the tallest. That's another thing. He's the tallest person in the whole movie. And right. and so like you should start to recognize that the killer minor towers over everybody else. Is he blonde? Yeah. He was yeah. blonde, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Okay. Not Axel, the yes. uh, not the main blonde one that he fought with. Yeah, that's Axel. He fought with a brunette. No, 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 no. He fought with a he fought with a <laughs> No, I know, no, I know that the, the main brunette guy that says sorry. I know I understand oh, who he is. Paul but, Kelman, TJ. Okay, so he's the one that is, but he's the one in the love triangle. He's the one who left and came back, yes. He's yeah. the one in the love triangle with Axel and Sarah. So he's the killer. Uh, Sylvia. 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 That's it. Sylvia. So that no, blonde Sarah. dude is the killer. It's, no, it's, Sarah. It's, Sarah. it's Sarah. Sarah, it's Sarah. Axel, and TJ. Blonde guy's the killer is what you're telling me. Right. right. Okay. So he... <laughs> that he, was painful. He, him and the brunette guy go down into the mine to save the girls... That's right. actually the killer going down in the mine to chase them down. Right. Oh, yeah, wow. Right. Okay. I had this all wrong. This is all yeah, left yeah. up in my head. Okay. That explains that, a lot, um, actually. I was trying to find the name, though. I'm, like the, uh, the, ca- the, the plot description on Wikipedia doesn't even mention the, the shower murder and, and, you know, and the dude coming back from that. So. All right. So it's not him. We're sure about yeah. that. Okay. Wait, no, so the him. one that, yeah. right. The one in the shower, that was, uh, hold on a second, that was, because I made a whole, I wrote a whole thing for uh, Marco Polo, and it was because they kept calling each other's names. Uh, it was uh, John and Sylvia. Were John and Sylvia, okay. Yeah, yeah that was the ones that were out there. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. John, so John is the one. Not our killer. Yeah. Okay. Not John, Sylvia. Rob well, Stein, John. who doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I effed that up, but I did. All right, here's a dumb guy saying what. What? All right, that's it. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> I love that. What? Uh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Hey, hold on, everybody. Here we go. That's that thing from the beginning. That's Horace. And then Horace laughing is a real treat. <laughs> All right. That's good. We got that. Here's a... <clears throat> Hollis. It's like, Hollis. Horace, wait, there's Horace. a whole other name that I can't get, don't recognize. I have him written down everywhere as Horace. I don't know why. Wrap <laughs> that up too. All right, angry acting can't take this dude seriously. I wrote here's this. Then shut up and listen to me, goddammit. He just I can't take him serious. He's not a good leading male. He's bad. No. Uh, all right, and then slap time. Stop it. There you go. That's a good. One. <laughs> oh wow, that's a- stop it. <laughs> she really a lot of reverb him. on that slap. Yep, she got him good. Now this. It's the Film Sack Checklist. Grumpiest bartender of all time. Check. Beer <laughs> snorter guy. Didn't die soon enough. Check. Oh, that would be Howard, Howard right? You know, yeah, Howard. Snorting beer through a straw. What the hell? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Canada used to make rad horror movies. Check. Right. Maybe they still do. I don't know. I don't know what they make now. Maybe they do. Do they make new? Could I see a new horror movie that's like fully Canadian made? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> They'd be too sorry about it. Um, let's see. Oh, Star Trek connections. There's the the blonde lady girlfriend survivor uh, mm-hmm. was in Voyager, and that's the only yep. thing I could find. Yeah, her name is Lori Hallier. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she actually had a nice career. Uh, yeah. She right. played Sarah in this. Uh, that was her name, the character. Sarah. She did, she did a lot of things. And if you watch this movie with a Canadian mm-hmm. of a certain age, you're going to hear about all those old Canadian series and TV shows Yeah, uh, that she was in. She's also the one. Anyway. She's also uh, the one maybe working the most, even currently. She's in. She was in that Miss America um, as Betty Ford, that uh, miniseries that was on FX or wherever it was. She's in Skin, which is out now. Um, uh, another solid Star Trek connection was an actress named uh, Helene Udy. U D Y. You oh, probably yeah. pronounced Udy. Uh, Helene Udy was Sylvia in this movie, and she played. Uh, Pell in the DS9 episode Rules of Acquisition. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, also, sorry, real quick, she was in the, Our Christmas Love Story, a Hallmark Channel original uh, Christmas movie with a uh, with Alicia Witt as the main star. Hmm. Yeah, so this was not one of those, I thought this was going to be one of those movies uh, where everybody was like a local no-time actor. Yeah. Uh, and actually, no, these were people who were up and coming most of them who, uh, you know, acting was going to end up being their career. Lots lots of them seem to, you know, like catch on and get parts in things, yeah. uh, you know, in the States and also in Canada. These people work, which I, you know, I can respect that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, tar- uh, well, soundtrack. Just, oh, go ahead. I just like because because of the whole New Brunswick thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like New Brunswick is so far away from Hollywood, right? Mm hmm. Uh, like, and, and it just like, it just seems like it's like when, when you find out that a movie was made in Maine with a, with all Maine people yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's even farther, right? Mm. New Brunswick is Northeast of Maine yeah, and it just, it, I don't know. It just, there's something about it that just feels like, how did they, how did they do this? It's like the, <laughs> how did they get all these people to the end of the it's earth? It's like finding out that somewhere in the mountains of Montana, a small burgeoning film thing grew or whatever. It's like, it's sort of like that. But uh, good on them, I guess. Does New Brunswick even do anything now? Or are they just they just sitting there going? Uh, all the all the Maritimes are kind of like underpopulated, yeah. and uh, uh, you know they're they're on the receiving end of welfare. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean it's a beautiful place. Uh, you know lots of you know lots of towns that are very nice in New Brunswick. Uh, you know there's a, a like oldest city in North America. It's called Saint John. Mm. Um, it, you know, wonderful part of the world. Like sure. I, I think they actually uh, missed capturing some of the beauty. Like they they made mm-hmm. they made this movie seem so dirty because it was in a mine, which yeah. makes sense. But yeah. mm-hmm. but those coastline shots when uh, you know, sorry, you know, when they're having their <laughs> their, you yeah. still love me, don't you? Uh, talk that looked really pretty. Yeah, that looked nice. I would hang mm-hmm. out out there. It looked cold, but yeah. We had a, we did have a newspaper client out there. I never got to do the install, unfortunately. Oh, hmm. I, I wanted to go to St. John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't get to go out there. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry soundtrack grade. Go. I'm going to give it an H and I for hardly noticed it. I really hardly <laughs> noticed it. Yeah, I don't even remember it all except for the ballad at the yeah. very end, which was amazing. Yeah, that, that was. I'm glad you told me to stay and listen because that was yeah. great. That was so good. Who sang that? Because I, I meant look, look, but it was it was amazing. It was it was. Uh, it's funny because it's in it's on the Wikipedia. I think no, it's in the trivia of the IMDb, mm. and I I read it and I completely forgot what it said. <laughs> but it was like it was uh, unplanned or. I wasn't um where is it here there we go paul zaza 
It was, re- it was added by composer Paul Zaza as an afterthought. The uncredited singer who does the vocal for the ballad was Scottish-Canadian tenor John McDermott. Ah, well, John it McDermott. sounded like John McDermott, and yeah. you don't even have to watch the film if you just listen to the ballad. Just fast forward. Yeah, it. the ballad tells you the entire it's – like it's, like it's like a bard's tale. It's fantastic. Yeah. It is. It's great. And yeah, the other crazy. thing that uh, Josh McDermott has done is uh, uh, on the soundtrack – is music he performed O Canada as part of the score, a hockey musical in 2010. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That's a great love love cool thing. That is as Canadian as Canada can yeah. do. Yeah, that's great. I love that. All right. Uh time for the Twitter post. You guys get to sum this movie up in 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. My bloody Valentine. You got your coffee crisp in my bag of milk, you hoser. You got oh, your nice. tidbits in my poutine. You got your ketchup <laughs> chips in my hockey, eh? Beauty. <laughs> Very nice. Um, did we do? Yeah, we did. We did Strange Brew, right? That's a movie we yes, did. Yes, we did. Yep. Okay. Just make it oh, it was a beauty, eh? Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah, you're right. Hoser. Beauty, eh? Uh, Brian Dunaway. My bloody Valentine. Like getting one of those nasty conversation candy hearts, but this one says, be mind, and now you're dead. <laughs> That's jokes. <laughs> oh, and you think those are nasty? Nice. Oh, yes. Mm. Conversation know. hearts are nasty. Well, we found out something today. Me and Randy don't agree on candy at all. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because like I, I'll, I'll take this the the sweet uh what sweet tarts version of candy hearts over those oh, chalky yeah. red ink printed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those aren't tums. Great. They're basically they, heart-shaped tums. Yeah. Is what they, they, are, they yeah. definitely weren't thinking what would be a tasty candy. No. Their gimmick no. is definitely hey, what let's make a conversation. Produce? Yeah, yeah. Right. that's my favorite uh, Nirvana song. Is heart-shaped, uh, heart-shaped conversation, heart, yeah. heart-shaped, heart-shaped candy, candy. Uh-huh. yeah, heart-shaped uh-huh. tums. Heart-shaped I'm sorry, candy. It's heart-shaped tums. Uh, anyway, uh, well done, Brian Ibbett. Your turn. <laughs> You'll love how his all comes back. My bloody Valentine. Oh no, my American heart accidentally got my chemical romance all over my morning jacket. You guys should all cover my heart-shaped box. Oh, wow. Nice. That's funny. We were just talking about that, which was your point yep. about you're going to love how this all winds up. Exactly. <laughs> well yes. done. He's got Price. You. Yeah, you bet. I'm here to explain everything. Uh, hey, alternate title time. This is a good one. Where is it? There it is. All right. It just handed to me. It was almost. Ca- it was almost a kid show. They almost called it "My Buddy Valentine." It was uh, uh, oh, yeah, a very Valentine. different. Where he goes, I go. Yeah, it was going to be a very different script, and then uh, it almost became uh, this candy tastes weird. But uh, they thought that was too boring, so they didn't do it. <laughs> this candy tastes meaty. <laughs> There's a meat quality to my candy. Here's an email we got from Nick from Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, this is uh, an email sent to filmsack at gmail.com. He says, hello, SBBR. Hi. Just fulfilling Randy's request for an under 35s uh, discussion oh. about stereo stores. So we were talking about stereo stores last week. Oh, yeah, right. right, right, right. says, yeah. I think your limit is about 10 years too early. I'm 31, hmm. and I remember vividly these stories. My first car, a 2005-06, had a removable stereo faceplate plate, and the trunk-bound CD changer. Oh, man. Oh, the trunk. Yeah. That was the best, right? Because you had the six-disc the yep. six magazine yep. that yeah. you could only take out and replace during the trunk. So if you went to... If you went to uh, Sam Goody and got that brand new uh, uh, Tiffany CD and you wanted to hear it right away. Yeah. You had to, you had to open your trunk. Pull over. Yeah. 
<laughs> slot it in, go in the car, remember what slot it was. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, he says, yeah. I also remember buying a tape deck hooked up to an aux cord and playing my fat iPod original through that. Ooh. Modern day version of this is 100% a vape shop. Uh, smoke shops have become or have been around for years and cater to smokers slash vapors. But these modern day vape only stores are my generation's version of making the car stereo store. Uh, thanks, Nick from Springfield, Mass. That's a that's a really good comparison. Yeah, yeah. vape stores mm-hmm. are they're they're not going to be around forever. That's not going to be a no. A but for now, it's like a place where you go and you see these fancy vape pens and. You know, yeah. yeah, and basically nowadays stores are what happen for a few years before everything goes online. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like sell your stuff on eBay stores. Remember that? Those oh, yeah. were everywhere for. A oh God, of years. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's still a and thing. Then it, also, right? I don't like calling auxiliary cables aux cables. Yeah, yeah. that right. is very generational. My son and my daughter <laughs> both say aux cable drives me crazy. <laughs> Because I don't yeah. don't even say aux because they they think an aux cable is like uh, like in a modern sense it's a USB cable to your phone and they're like right. hey hand me right. the aux cord I'm like no I will hand you no no, no I will not, not saving that much time by not saying auxiliary right. yeah say the whole word or don't say it at all so can I tell you a quick story yeah okay so uh, uh, summer of 2008 um, I'm living in Round Rock Texas and my buddy Ken comes over. And we had a day off, so it was like, it, it must have been like Memorial Day? It may have been Memorial Day. day. And uh, my buddy Ken comes over, and we're sitting in my living room, and we decide we want to do something uh, like a project. Like we want to, I don't know, lift the, my speakers from my TV up higher off the floor, something like that. And so he gets in my car, which was a 2004 Saab 900, and we uh, go to Home Depot. So we buy some things. I don't know. I remember there being wood that we put in the car, and the Saab had a ski hole in the back seat. You know, <laughs> yeah. So we had put some of the things we bought through the ski hole. That's that's my best memory there. So we're leaving this Home Depot, and I was in with my buddy Ken. I was in the most spectacular car crash that you can be in and not go to the hospital. Oh my god! Uh, okay, we're we're making a, a, a now unprotected left turn. I I thought it was a protected left turn, but it not at all protected left turn. Uh, and there's these kids. There's a 16 year old and a couple of even younger kids driving a truck coming the opposite direction, and they're gonna they're about to run the light, and they're going 80 or 90 miles an hour. And, uh, so as I make the turn, I realize, oh my gosh, I'm about to get murdered. And so I put my foot down on the gas. And fortunately that sob had just enough pep to get my buddy Ken out of the line of fire. And the truck hits my back passenger rear quarter. The car spun, uh, three times the, my, that's how hard they hit me as I'm, as I'm turning my car spun and spun and spun. And uh, so we were in a roller coaster ride. Uh, fortunately, you know, we came out of it with only whiplash and like the kind of injuries that you just sort of like sit at home for a couple of days and you're, you're going to be okay. Wow. But it was a spectacular accident. Like people who saw it came, came over, you know, obviously to see if we were alive, but then yeah. also to tell us, like I kept having people, I'm sitting on the side of the road and my car is in pieces and people keep coming over and saying, you would not believe the, the lid on your trunk went straight up 50 feet. It was just like people telling me all these stories. So, uh, we, you know, the tow truck comes, we give statement to police, 
We, we uh, you know, people come to take us home. All, we're, we're fine. And the tow truck comes and you see your car leave. And so the next day or two, I go to visit the car in the insurance lot to see what it, how, how bad it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking into this uh, busted open back part of the car and I'm like, where's my disc CD changer that's bolted, <laughs> was bolted in? Like, you, like that thing was in the frame. Yeah, because it's got to be, it, it can't have any movement. It's got to be firmly locked yeah. in. Yeah. And I actually thought I was going to go to my husk of a car and pull out the CD changer <laughs> and the stereo that I had Tiffany added. Tiffany CD. Uh, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. My Tiffany CD. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not there. And I was like, I was starting a case against the inspector and the <laughs> guy. And I'm just like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that. And uh, uh, they told me, you know what? You should go back to the scene of the accident yeah. and see if you can find the CD changer. Sometimes these things fly out. I'm like, no, Whatever. no way. <laughs> So we went back to the intersection and it was an intersection under a highway and my buddy Ken and I found that CD changer about 500 feet from where the accident happened. Yeah, it was on a grass (laughs) through the windshield of another car. Unrelated. (laughs) It must have been a, a terrifying projectile. Yeah. Like because the CD changer was a big device too. It wasn't like just this little thing. And we found it on the side of the highway, like on this berm. 500 feet i can't i still to this day i don't know how that happens That's it feels crazy. like science fiction to me yeah. that that happened yeah wow you don't still have it do you be for real still playing that same <laughs> tiffany cd we took a crowbar and busted it open to get the cds out oh wow wow really that seems overkill having to use a crowbar doesn't it a little bit I couldn't. I, I couldn't imagine actually making it power up. Oh, I oh, see that's true, saying. right? Because those yeah. things don't have like a manual eject. It's, it's all, yeah, it's all electronic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. manual eject was my favorite member of Menudo. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I think the status quo. Manuel eject. Oh, Manuel eject. Sorry. I think the OK Boomer part of that story is that I was still using a CD changer in 2008. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is, yeah. That is the intense. very end of that era. Yeah, because think of, if you shift the years backwards, that would be like somebody still using 8-track when CDs were available. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a weird thing to think about. And they had an 8-track in this, didn't they? Or what did they have? They had like a cassette. Was it was like manually plugged or like uh, yeah. just exposed wires plugged into some weird yeah. little amplifier. They had, a, they had a DC converter is what they had, like that's, AC-DC converter. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I used to love that though. Guts out stuff that still works. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I still think that's cool. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, thanks for the email there, uh, Nick. Did we answer it? Yeah, we did. We didn't answer anything. <laughs> yeah, we, we just did. Had, he just had a story for us. He just. <laughs> I was just making sure there wasn't a specific question, but no, most of it was a statement, and then we replied. Uh, there you go. If you want to send emails like him, you can filmsackagemail.com. Our next film, which is uh, we're, we're not we're off next week. By the way, no show next week. We got uh, BlizzCons keeping everybody busy, plus other stuff. So not here next week, but the week after that, Virtuosity. 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 It's my favorite Jamiroquai song. Yes. Uh, This is a 95 film with your your Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe, Kelly Lynch. And Kaylee Uh, Kukochiku. Oh, is she in this? Oh, really? Kaylee Cuoco Sweeting is in this? Ooh, William Forsyth, William Fickner, two of my favorite Williams. Oh, uh, I like William Fickner. Yeah, me too. 
who else? Bunch of faces you just know from things. She must have been very young. How old was she then? Yes. She was born was in 96 or something like that. She was 95 is the movie. She was born in so 85. So she was, so, she was in that she was early 10. 2000s TV series. She's in, she was 10 years old, dude. 10 okay. years old. Yeah. Think of that. Anyway, that's all coming okay. up. That should <laughs> she be must fun. have been a minor. Yeah. A yeah. uh, minor. I, get, I see what you did. Anyway, that'll be uh, next week. Uh, or not, sorry, week after next week, <laughs> two weeks from now, we'll be doing <laughs> Virtuosity, weeks. a movie that is sort of cybery and cool and and probably terrible, and we're pretty excited about it. So come on back for that. In the meantime, filmsec.com is our website. You can also email us filmsec at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Twitter.com exists. Should I look? Sure. Let's just look. Don't go to. Don't go there. Oh, it forwards to Twitter. They own it. Oh, good. Oh, really? Good job, Twitter. Hilarious. I'm both disappointed and relieved. Yeah, that's hilarious. Anyway, what else? That's all I had to say there. Oh, we're at Filmsack on Twitter or Titter. It turns out you go there too, and we'll just take you there. Leave us reviews wherever you get your podcast. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Harry. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. What? 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.